So it's Thursday and I'm heading home for the weekend. Supposedly I work tomorrow. Um, I have a couple of things I need to do, but nothing major. So the weekend starts today and I'm driving home and I feel, I feel, <laughs> um, I feel good. I feel happy. And today was a very productive day. I feel like I, if the day would have stretched out into eight o'clock PM, my work day, I would have, I would have filled the day with things I needed to do because I have so many things I need to do, but, but I, and I'm tired, but I feel so happy. I, I planned my, my first two events and I networked with, um, a foundation that is going to supplement our school with financially and with um, a doctor. We're going to get a doctor that's going to come talk to us and educate our parents on the importance of getting a flu shot this time of year, especially with the pandemic and the benefits of getting the flu shot and also how they can maintain good hygiene, how they can provide provide um, for, their, for their children health-wise and by taking care of themselves and how these parents can set a good example, wash your hands, um, you know, educate them on the importance of, of maintaining good hygiene to avoid spreading germs, not just COVID, but from getting sick. Um, so, so that's my first event and it's gonna be in the parking lot and I have solicited a projector and a large screen and we're gonna hold it in the parking lot and I'm gonna get a microphone and I'm gonna translate from my Spanish-speaking parents and my English-speaking parents will benefit directly from the doctor that will be provided for me. And um, I sat down and I talked to my principal for about an hour and, and, and I think she really likes me. She's very concerned about my pay she asked me how much I made. <laughs> she said, I shouldn't be asking you this, but but how much do you make? <laughs> she, she knows how much I make or don't make. Um, but I told her I was fine. And she told me to stick with her in the school and she's gonna take care of me. And um, she said that she's gonna double my, she's gonna double my income once I graduate. So I need to do that. Um, but I like the school and I like the students and I like, I don't know if I like the teachers because I haven't really worked with many, but I like the principal and I like the administrative staff, save for the assistant principal. And, and I think they like me and I can see why they would like me. It's like everybody in that school is, is very um, tired. I, I don't want to say that they're, that they're, um, not enthusiastic they're just tired and I know they are and I can see why they are it's because what fuels you is you know bouncing the bouncing energy of the students and and oh man this traffic is awful and it bounces off the teachers and bounces to the students and then from the students to the teachers and and it makes the day go by faster but when you can't even come over to a student's desk and they can't understand you because your voice is muffled because it's hidden behind a mask, um, 
I can see why that would be tiring. We're almost halfway through the year, and and I can see that they're tired. I have energy, and I'm enthusiastic, and I'm happy that I'm there, um, but I haven't been there very long. And I got to work with students today. I got to pull a couple out of the class, and um, kids are desperate for a connection, and I got to talk to them a little bit and ask them if they wanted to be at school or if they wanted to be at home. They said they really wanted to be at school, most of them except for one said that they really wanted to be at school and and um, and I told them well it's not going to be like this forever pretty soon we're going to be past this virus and you're going to be able to play with the ball with your friends instead of you know going outside and wandering in a field because you can't play with any toys or balls or frisbees because you can't touch them because you can't share germs they literally just go out into a field and they get released out into a field for 25 minutes and they they have to stay six feet away from each other you can't even play tag so they just go out there and they just walk around in circles like cattle and it's kind of sad because i mean what do you look forward to when you're a student in in school you look forward to recess you look forward to lunchtime sitting close to your peers and talking to them recess, hanging out with your friends. That's what you look forward to all day. So these kids are coming to school and they're just sitting six feet apart in their desks. There's only like six or seven kids in a classroom. Some classrooms have nine. Most of them have less than nine. And they're all sitting apart. Their desks are spaced apart. And they have um, the protective plastic around their desks. So they're looking at their teacher from behind their barrier. And it's just an alien experience. It's, it's to protect them and it's to protect us and it's to protect one another. And that's the way it has to be and I understand that, but that doesn't make it any less hard than it is. Um, so I can see why everybody would be tired. The teachers seem like they're tired. And it makes me kind of second guess if that's what I want to do if I want to stay in a school I don't know I don't know that I would want to be a teacher when looking at it like like it is now I know it's not gonna be like this forever but it's a fragile it's such a fragile position because this puts things in perspective if if you're if you're a teacher in a time like now then they'll sacrifice you, they'll send you to school. You're a frontline worker. Even though what you're doing at the school, even if you're remote, you can do it from home, you still have to go to the school. Um, you, you can't, oh, I'm so tired. You can't go near the students. Um, you're just uh, deprived of what fuels you and and it's it's draining it's very tiring there's so much to do right now if you're gonna plan for example today I plan lessons for the kids that I'm gonna have next week and planning you have it's like five times as much work as it would be if you were gonna have the students in class because I'm assigning work and my kids are on different levels so I have to individual I have to go in there individually for each student assign the work um, cater to them 
check, um, you know, how many words per minute they can read and, and the level of the reading material that I'm assigning. Um, I have to check and see that, the, that each one is set to, oh, I'm so tired, to ELL. Um, check the work that they completed, how many words, how many sentences in the program. And if I were to have all the kids here with me, then I could sit down with all of them, even if they are on different levels, and read one book. We would break down the book. We would talk about um, what we were reading. And I could differentiate the instruction, even with the same worksheet. Um, you can provide a worksheet, for example, that is a puzzle. Um, on vocabulary words for a Clifford book. And you can give the same assignment to a student who is perhaps lower level and give him easier vocabulary words, maybe in the same book. And it's the same activity, it's differentiated. And you can't do that when you have everybody online because you have to go in there individually. It's just a lot more work. And that's tiring, my head hurts from from looking at the screen or maybe it hurts because I'm so tired um, and it's like my day is so full because I get up at 5 in the morning and I, and, I, and I run bare for about 20 minutes and then I get in the shower and I, I get ready for work I'm out the door by 6-5 and then I work I drive, I drive 45 minutes to work and then I come home. Uh, right now I'm headed to pick up groceries. I have to run bare as soon as I get home. Because he hasn't been out all day. Um, and, oh my god, we're never going to get out of this line. And then I have to cook. After I run bare, I cook. That doesn't even give me time to change. Like, I cook and then I feed my children. And then I take Bear out again. I help Gabriel on whatever homework he has. I clean. And by then it's like 8 o'clock. Take a shower, go to bed. And, and that's it. That's my day. My days are like, I don't have enough time to do what I need to do. Um, yesterday, as soon as I walked through the door, Gabriel was like, Mom, can you help me on this problem? And I'm like, Gabriel, I just walked through the door. Like, get away from me. Um, oh but I'm just so tired and we're only working really four days the fifth day Friday I'd like I can structure I can structure it around what I need to do um and it's only four days but man those four days are full and I cannot imagine being like an actual teacher or being an administrator or a counselor because they are probably worse off but I am so dead and I feel good. I don't think I feel good because I'm tired. I think I feel good because I feel productive. Um, I'm not lying around or lying in bed, you know, thinking about what I should be doing. I am doing what I should be doing and hoping and wishing that I have enough time to do everything else that I need to do, which is a good tired. And I feel productive and I feel like I matter. Today I spoke to a parent who wanted who she had been wanting to speak to to her child's teacher 
since school began, but the lady didn't speak the language. So, so I set up a conference for her and for the teacher, and I was able to address some of her concerns and answer some questions um, with these parents who don't don't know about hygiene and the importance of getting their flu shot, or who don't have anything to do. We're setting up movie nights. Who don't have anything to do with their children because they're poor, um, they're going to be able to come to the school on a Friday night and watch a movie and just kind of unwind. And we're going to provide hot chocolate and we're going to provide brownies and, and it's going to give them something safe and healthy to do on a Friday night. Um, so that feels good. And I'm seeing these kids that they leave at the end of the day. And I saw yesterday, every day kids get sent home with a little bag of food. And yesterday I saw that they had their little bag of food and an avocado in the other hand. And I was like, what in the world? Why do these kids have an avocado? And it turns out that these kids are so poor. They get sent home with juice boxes and with cookies and, and snacks to get them through the rest of the day in case they don't have dinner at home, which is unfathomable. Like, how can you have children who don't have dinner at home? And let's go. And so they have a source of protein, the avocado, and they have their snacks, and that'll get them through the rest of the day. So these kids are so poor. Being able to come to the school and watch um, a movie on a projector like a drive-in and get hot chocolate and brownies on Friday night is just absolutely going to make their it's going to make their week, and it's going to give them something to look forward to. And it's an event that is not going to pull the parents into the school at once. Not only because it's unsafe to do so right now, but also because most of those parents um, haven't even been in the building. They don't want to mingle with teachers and with staff. So it's going to bring them in a little bit at a time. And we're going to make them feel comfortable. And then I'm going to set up other events for them. And I'm going to set up conferences. And I'm going to make home visits. And and I'm looking forward to it. And I feel good and I feel happy. And I feel like I have an intent. And, and it's a strange feeling. I just feel eerily... I feel eerily... Um, anxious and uncomfortable because I am scared that it won't last. But at the same time, um, I just kind of want to revel in now. And, and I'm just enjoying it. And it's only been two weeks. I've only been there for two weeks. I've already been there for two weeks. Um, but I feel like I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be right now. I I still can't get over the fact that everything that happened, how it happened, was really strange. But but I feel like I feel like a nail that was picked up by a magnet and I'm just I'm just held here and I like it and it's like being here, I mean, as I'm driving home, there's just so much orange and green and red that punctuates my drive, and it's being somewhere else. This is another planet. I feel like I fell from another planet, and it feels like a vacation. 
it feels like a vacation, but I want it to last and I want to stay here and I want, I want to stay here. I want to stay here and I want to stay here. And now, and I like the people that I'm with and maybe I just needed a human connection. I hope it lasts. And now I'm off to get my kid and we're going to go for a walk with my baby. Poor, poor kid. Poor kid and poor baby. They've been inside all day. Bear's probably just itching to get outside. As soon as I let that boy out, he just runs. He's like, I'm out of here. I'm not going back indoors. I need to get him to a vet tomorrow. He has, um, he's been vomiting a lot. And I think that maybe the ear infection, it, his ear doesn't smell bad anymore. It doesn't smell like it's infected. And I've been putting in the drops that I purchased, but, um, I'm just kind of concerned that maybe the infection has spread and that's why he's throwing up. So I got to get him to a vet tomorrow. There's so many things I need to do. I still need to buy a propane tank for my fire pit. And. I've been telling Gabriel every day for the past week that we're going to make s'mores. I have everything to make s'mores, but I need the propane tank. And I'm kind of apprehensive about setting up the propane tank because I don't want to blow up. So, there's that. I always had somebody else do it for me. But I've never done it before. So, we'll either blow up or we won't blow up. We'll see. If we blow up, though, 